Yo, welcome to another Speaker Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve. And once again, like always, I'm here with my player partners, Tommy T. What's, and What's yeah, going on, y'all? Right. Man, how y'all man, doing? Man. Chilling, dog. Yeah. Chilling, chilling. I made it through another week, man. So that's always helpful. Oh, yeah. 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 Another day above ground is always a good day. Right, right, right. At least it should be. This is Celtics won, so finally. God, yeah, man. Because I thought y'all was going to be in trouble. Boy, I didn't even watch the game, but I went back and watched and saw the, uh, like, that it's 2-1 now. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, okay. They right. got Brad, something I'm to stand there. on. I'm sitting over there sweating bullets, man, because they blew another lead. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're coming yeah. back. I was watching a UFC fight. Were you? And, uh, oh, boy. I did, yeah. Like the one where, where he was like my ribs. Yeah. Yeah, dog. I saw that. I was like, goodness, man. I don't know if I he did it, it or, or or the other guy hit him and did it. But, jeez. Yeah. Uh, I'm not totally clear. I hate that he had to lose to that one guy, but... You know, that's how it goes in the fight game. Yeah. I rock with T. Wood, man. Hope he – wish him well, man. Hope he get better. Yeah. yeah. What's up, man? What's up? But, oh, hey, yeah. it was a good fight card, man. Like, oh, yeah. it, it was – it could have been a pay-per-view. It uh, wasn't on pay-per-view? No. Nah. Hmm. I don't know what I thought that was pay-per-view. Uh, ESPN? Well, ESPN no, Plus. Okay. You know, oh, yeah. most of that stuff is on the Plus Oh, so part. you got ESPN Plus. That's what rich people do. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Having Disney ain't rich. I got Disney, Hulu, and ESPN. It's a bundle, buddy. Bundle. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they do come as a bundle like that. I forgot about that. Yeah, I got the bundle. Man, Man I, got yeah. it. I got it with my phone bill. Oh, you got Verizon? Nah, Hulu. That's the only one I got. It's just Hulu, man. Oh. Yeah. I had that, and then, yeah. We switched it over, but that's too funny. Yeah, man. Absolutely, but it was it was a good weekend of sports, man. Yeah, good weekend of sports. Was. Yesterday was great. Yeah, man, because uh, the first of all, the whack ass Cowboys won. But bro, uh, bro, let's not even talk about the Falcons. We like, I ain't gonna talk about the Falcons. Hey, that comeback was real. Oh man, I ain't see the game because I ain't watch none of the games. I ain't see shit this weekend. Oh but, uh, man, I did check the scores afterwards, and I saw that uh, my Colts won. I was very surprised by that because I just think we're going to lose every game because Philip Rivers is our quarterback now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what happened to the black quarterback? He's still there, but he's he a backup now. Yeah. Oh, he's good enough to start consistently. He did last year, but shoot, they said Philip Rivers is our guy. So uh, mm. that's what they're going to do. I guess because he experienced and he yeah, yeah like big play potential and shit like that. And he probably trying to chase a championship before he get up out the league. I don't think he's going to get one. He ain't going to get it. <laughs> especially I ain't never liked no that nigga like that all. But especially going to the coast, man. He not getting what? <laughs> man. No, nah, it's not going to happen. Because he came not in these, with Big not Ben, I believe. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He came yeah. in with Big Ben, I believe. Yeah. Well, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's been around man. for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had potential, but he just got, he just ain't he just don't cut it. Shit, just Cam cut it. out there looking like a new man. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I hate the Patriots, but I'm pulling for Cam, bro. All day, bro. man. All, All day. day. Other than that, I hate the Patriots. Can't stand them. Yeah. Can't Not stand them. But Cam Newton play for him, so I'm like, we the real America's team. Oh God, 
Patriots lane. Y'all know that. Man. Oh, God. Come back. I can't stand no Patriots. 20 points. I hope they lose every game. I don't give a damn who on their team. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if my mama was on the Patriots. Oh, I man. still really miss them folks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand them folks. I hope Cam do well this year, man. I'm going to just say that. Yeah, I hope he have a great season and they lose every game. <laughs> from here on out. I might put up for 5,000 yards, put up 70 touchdowns, but they don't go to the playoffs. And they got them for a bargain too, bro. <laughs> Man. Man. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What Man. a great weekend for sports, man. Absolutely. I must say. Switching gears, man. What's been in y'all speakers, man? Um... Shit. What's been in my speakers this week has been, let me pull up my list. Um, problem came out with a mixtape. Mm-hmm. I've been checking That's that what I was out. Supposed to do. I was supposed to check that out. <laughs> you ain't checking out about that. I, I forgot, man. Absolutely. Right. Kush volume two, man. Dude is nice, man. He got a song. Um wow. right. <laughs> Don't be mad at me with uh Freddie Gibbs and Snoop. That thing. Yeah, I've, I've seen that video. Yeah, that one nice, man. Then Tyrese came out of nowhere. I was laughing at Steve because he texted me. He's like, where did he find Tyrese? I was like, bro, yeah. I had to look at the phone and be like, is that Tyrese? <laughs> hey, Tyrese been MIA since he's been pissed at the rock. Boy. Man. Goodness gracious. Tyrese was on there just singing or he was uh, in his black tie rap mode? Nah, he was singing. Nah. Yeah, he was singing. Oh, okay. Sounded good, yeah. man. Um, what else I've been listening to? Um, Moneybag Yo. And uh, Black Youngster came out with a... Cold Red. Uh, yeah, Cold Red. I don't know if it's a mixtape or an album, but... It's got to be a mixtape. I listened to it earlier. Yeah. That just yeah. bumping, though. He got it. Right. to it yet. You haven't? It's all right. No, it's bumping, man. I like it. It's <laughs> a, like, I like money bag, yo. And then Black yeah. Youngster, is, it, he grows on you. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no yeah, huge fan of him, but... Tail. Right, <laughs> money bag yo really be rapping, man. He's straight, so he do, and that was the thing that I was tripping off of because I don't never really listen to money bag yo. But I was like, dang, it might still got some bars though. Like right. he, be, he be rapping on the low. I yeah. think his only weakness to me is like rhyming specifically. Yeah, He's like his flow be pretty decent, and it oh, might yeah. got some bars, but I'd be like, sometimes his rhymes be stretches. Yeah. Uh, What else? Alicia Keys came out with something. I checked that out. Um, Her album, Alicia. How was it? It was straight. It was straight. I ran through it, and uh, you know, there's a couple tracks that that was on there that I I really like. Show me love with Miguel. Um, Uh I've heard this. Oh yeah. Me, me X Seven with Tierra Whack. I like that one. It's weird that I like it, but I like that one. Um, Why is it weird? Because I didn't know who Tierra Whack was, and she came in tough. I was like, who the fuck is this? And she reminded me. I can't remember who I thought it was. And then, you know, I was like, oh, I've heard her name before, but it's straight, though. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard she got a song with uh, Khalid on there, John. I'm going to have to check it out, because that's my boy. Khalid. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought dude's name was Khaled. No, I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Totally pronounced it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let me see. What else? 
I started listening to some outcasts, just you know, just trying to get through the week. Currency. Okay, you said that. Still listen to some currency. Um, some of the new one. Nah, I went. I'm still. I'm still on pilot talk. I went back and listened to that one. Oh yeah. Got trying you. to. Yeah. Trying to. Uh, y'all was like, he got some some uh some uh some uh some lines in there, and I'm just sitting there like trying to catch them all, man. So. Yeah, I ain't gonna catch him up. That's I, I mean, like, I ain't there, like oh, he got this or he got that one, but I'm just trying to <laughs> <laughs> listen to it just to hear it. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, bet. You know, he got a style for every bump in your face, right? Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, what else was I listening to? Gucci Mane, man, um, so icy summer and East Atlanta oh, yeah. Santa three. He came tough with that East Atlanta Santa, man. I ain't never heard East Atlanta Santa, bro. It's a Christmas song. Right? It's a Christmas song. I ain't never heard it. <laughs> but it's popping up. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want to hear no Gucci Christmas album. Bro, it's, okay. it's bumping though, bro. Check it out, man. It's definitely going to be a rotation this Christmas. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, man. No, but I think that's, uh, yeah, that's going to round out my week, man, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. That's a tough little list, man. I, I tried to write down most of the stuff you said, man. Yeah, I'll be, be doing Yeah, I got I got it yeah. written down. I need to get that to you, too. Yeah, because I've been slacking them right. last two episodes <laughs> as far as the, uh, the playlist. Bro, you. It's harder than, uh, it's harder than it, it seems. It's harder than it seems. To try to go and find all the songs <laughs> and put them all on the playlist and shit. It's yeah. a little bit harder. But I'm going to get back to it, man. Yeah. Um, what you been listening to, man? Man, my list gonna be a little long over here, man. But oh, shit. Uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, man, right after the podcast we did last week, I had to go out and do something. I forgot what it was, and for some reason, uh, after we was uh, discussing currency, I, I got it. I felt like I just need to listen to some side of the Prince, man. So, man, okay. I went back and listened to that No Dope on Sunday, um, and also went back and listened to Royal Flush. That's what I was uh, thinking about. Oh, the um, side had a prince. Yeah, Royal Flush. I, you said it, and I was like, "Damn, what was that one that was?" It reminded me of purple. Yeah. <laughs> like I saw the color yeah. purple. So, um, yeah. Royal Flush. That's the name of it. So I went back, man. Listen to that, man. Um, jumped on some Dobie, man. I, I was feeling real Dobie-ish, so I went back and listened to Baby Jesus and uh, Doat. Uh, definition of a trapper. Um, uh-huh. man, I love Dobie, man. R.P. Dobie. I miss mm. Dobie. One thing about Sci High, if I go back to it for a second, man, I miss Sci High, man. Uh, <laughs> I, and I say that because I feel like, you know, he come and then he just disappears and yeah. then he says something in the news and you'd be like, oh, Sci, why didn't you? Like, yeah. come on, man. And then, you know, he disappears again. So, I don't know. I miss when Sci High was like more like constantly putting out stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now it's like, you know, once every blue moon, but I know he's writing behind the scenes a lot, but hey, yeah. uh, shout out to Sci High, RP Dope B. Um, man, also, man, there was one album that was staring me in the face the whole week. And I tried not to listen to it, but it kept staring me in the face. And I was like, I ain't got nothing else to listen to. So I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna click on it. So what it ended up being was the B, uh, B.O.B.'s new album or mixtape or EP or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Somnia. So I checked yeah. it out and I'll be honest, it ain't that bad. It really ain't that bad. I was surprised. Uh, 
Not to say that, you know what I'm saying, B.O.B.'s music is trash or anything. I like B.O.B. I just, yeah. I don't listen to him as much. You know, his stuff kind of went a little more commercial. And I was like, mm-hmm. eh. But this right here was pretty cool. Like the After Hours record, which is the first one on there, man, was pretty bumping and set the tone from there. Uh, he got Big Creek on there. But other than that, it really ain't many people on here. Um, but it's it's pretty good, man. I enjoyed it. Shout out to B.O.B. Ain't that many records on it, but it's cool. Um, after that, man, I went down memory lane, man. I listened to Graduation with Kanye West, man. Uh, of course, man. That album right there. That, yeah. I was going to say that. That's probably the, the best Kanye album today. That's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, Champion, Good Morning, Stronger. Yeah. I literally only not, don't like one song on there. That's Big Brother. Like, that's the only song I don't like. You don't like that one? Nah, it man, just, it, I, it was I like it, man. Me. I was like, you could say it because. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, nah, I'm lying. I'm lying because I don't like Barry Bonds that much. Oh, Barry Bonds? Yeah. Yeah. Barry Bonds was cool. Uh, Big Brother was my shit, though. I'll be honest. Um, mm-hmm. after that, man, I got in my golly bag, man. Went back and listened to CM8. Uh, listened to a little bit of that. I did check out the Alicia Keys. I I, I didn't feel it. I don't know why. I, I just didn't. But it was cool. It's Alicia Keys, so I had to listen. Yeah. It's been a minute since I, like, like really, like, was digging a Alicia Keys album, though, bro. Yeah. It's yeah. been a, it's, it's been a while. I'll be honest. It's been I mean, a while. She be having songs here and there. That yeah. Like her. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna say I don't know what it is, but just seems like like I ain't heard songs in Kid Life, Alicia Keys, in a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. The second album was was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third album was really good, but then after that, it was just kind of hit yeah. or miss, you know. Yeah, I feel like at, at this point for her, it's just. Every now and then, I get a song that I really like. Like I like the song she got with Maxwell, "Fire We Make." Mm-hmm. Like that's oh, my yeah. fucking shit, bro. Every mm-hmm. time it come on, I be singing it, done in falsetto and shit. When uh, Maxwell come on, yeah. that's gonna be tripping. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I wonder. I wonder if it's she does well with features and just doesn't do well by herself. I don't know. I don't know, because I like this song Unthinkable as well. Oh, that's my that one. That was a good one, too. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's it. Uh, yeah. But Fireworks with uh, her and... Um, yeah, her and Drake was one of my favorite records. Hmm. Uh, you just named the one with her and Maxwell, which is crazy record. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. We got to revisit that sometime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should, man, we should do something with that. Yeah, I'm with that. Um, but after that, Alicia Keys, I did hop on that problem, uh, that coffee and Kush. And yo, that album, he was speaking some stuff on that mm-hmm. album. I'll be honest with your family ties too. Yeah, yeah. That's that that might be my favorite record out. That might be my favorite one. Uh but man, he was really in his bag on him, man. He he was giving some um man, he was giving some game. Life lessons, keep your head. Mm-hmm. Just outside, uh, definitely the one with him and uh, Tyrese was pretty dope as yeah. well. So, man, it, it's a. Uh, I was surprised. I was really surprised. Um, 
But then after that, there was one, like the way Apple Music is set up, it kind of shows albums in order. So there was an album right before his album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. I was like, and I don't know what the algorithm is. Is that mean that like these are the top albums of the week? Or I don't know how it works. Um, I don't know. So I was like, I figured that's how it works because most of the time the big albums be the first one you see. Yeah. And then you see the second one and then the third one. So I figured maybe it is. So I I, I clicked on this guy named Ber, uh, Burner, B-E-R-N-E-R. Uh, oh, yeah. He put out a project called uh, Russ Buffal- Russ Buffalino. Russ Buffalino, I think that's how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. The Quiet Done. And I'll be honest, I was pretty surprised. Uh, he got T Grizzly on there. DMX is on there. Wiz Khalifa is on there. Um, Trader Truth is on there. He's got a lot of features. Uh, but uh, Mozzie and G Herbo is on there. But I'll be honest, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I never knew. I don't have a clue of who he is, but I'm about to go back and, and check out the rest. Yeah. Um, but after that, man, I got in my future bag. I, I was listening to the future old mixtape called Streets is Calling. Hey. <laughs> my favorite record. Probably one of my favorite future records, man. Uh, Going to the Moon. I don't know why, man. It's just, it gave me so... <laughs> it gave me so... Like, uh, but yeah, that's really my week, man. That's really my week. Mm. Yeah. All right, I'm writing down Gone to the Moon. <laughs> y'all really this week. <laughs> I'm looking at these lists, but they pretty long. Y'all niggas are going in. Yeah, man. man. We was in there this week. Yeah. Um, I guess I did too. Uh, I was on Facebook earlier this week and then somebody had posted a little post and it was like like a little mini versus thing. It was like pick one of these four and it was the songs uh, from the 80s. And yeah. it was uh, Love Come Down by Evelyn Champagne King, uh, Outstanding by the Gap Band, uh, Forget Me Nots by Patrice Russian mm. and um, A Night to Remember by Shalimar. And I instantly took that shit and made me a little playlist. Because I was like, <laughs> like, all four of them hoes. There you go. <laughs> so I, was, I was on all of them songs this week. Um, I went and listened to the director's cut from Currency and Harry Fry because they came out this past week. Yeah. Um, I only listened to it once. I can't remember like which songs were standouts and stuff. Um, cause I was just doing a bunch of shit. Um, also Steve folks, uh, Allison had sent me a song from cash doll. Uh, <laughs> and I was in there on my way somewhere. I don't know where I was going, but I was like, I like this little song, man. And then when I got home Friday, I had realized that smoke Dizza had put out a song called Santos party house with uh, featuring Wiz Khalifa Currency and uh, Big Crit. Oh, I did listen to that one, yeah. Yeah, that joint was good, bro. It was I that joint. Yeah, they had, a, they had a cool little vibe going, man. Yeah. I forgot what sample that they had used for that. But uh, I want to say it was uh, Hey Mr. DJ, I think is what they had used the sample for that one. Um, <laughs> then I also got on this track called Baptized. Uh, it's from Spillage Village, which is like J.I.D. and Earth Gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They that supposed to be coming out with something hard. soon. Yeah, it's a it's an album coming out, but that track right there is hard, bro. That post is going in. It's a it's a video to it too. So yeah. check that shit out. Yeah. Like it's it's good. It's really good. They was going in. Um in addition to that, man, when I was at work, 
last week, I went into Project Pat mode, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I went into Project Pat mode. And I was in that jump up and everything. Because I, I had saw a post from, um, what's his main name? Uh, Carlos Miller. And he was saying how he feel like Project Pat is like one of them top level people because he got some classics out there. And I was yeah. like, I don't think I disagree at all, bro. Like, I think I 100% agree with you, bro. So mm-hmm. I went back and I listened to that Get It Green and then Mr. Don't Play. And Mr. Don't Play is damn near perfect, bro. Like, that's just, like top to bottom. Yeah. It's nothing, it's, it's nothing else to be said. Just hit play and let the hell ride. Like, yeah. it's, it's a certified classic, bro. That's just good as hell. So I listened to that and then I listened to that Get It Green. Um, Cause I had never listened to Getty Green all the way through. I just had heard like songs here and there. Um, but that's a that's a good album too, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. Getty Green. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'll tell you a quick story, man. I, I have forgot the name of uh, Mister Don't Play. So when oh, I yeah. went to the store, I picked up Getty Green. All I knew was I want a project back. <laughs> <laughs> so I was riding around. I was like, man, ain't none of the songs everybody talking about is on this, you know what I'm saying, on this album. I was like, what the hell I yeah. picked up? Turned out I picked up Gaddy Green. But like you said, Gaddy Green is <laughs> good too. It's just Mr. Don't Play. Yeah. It's just, man, it, it's, it's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know what mode he was yeah. in, but goodness gracious. It's perfect, man. It's And it's also very... Um, I don't know. It just did something to me. It just, it, it made me feel kind of homesick a little bit because listening to him talk and talk about some of the places in Memphis and shit. And it was just like, damn, bro, like this nigga for real was in this joint. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, it was so relatable. Just yeah. everything he was saying and, and like the way he was operating and shit is just, and then it's, it's so, um, he's just such a good narrator. Yeah. Like, he just, it make you feel like you right there. He paint the scene so well. Right, you be like, right. bro, I feel like I know exactly which X are you talking about, nigga. <laughs> like I, I know what you talking about, bro. <laughs> but uh, that was that was fun, bro. Just going through that because I was at work for real bumping. And then uh, I went through and listened to so much fucking Kanye West last week because yeah. um, one of my homies he had put up this like this Kanye bracket. It was a post mm-hmm. it was like a Kanye uh, March Madness type bracket. And it was just a bunch of different songs. And he was like, I'd like to go through this with some people on like a, a, a podcast or something like that. And I told him I'd be down. And we didn't get a chance to do it yet. But he was like, yeah, go ahead and listen to all the songs and stuff so you can kind of work out which songs win here and there. Oh, man. Bro, I'm going to have to send y'all this playlist too because yeah. it's tough. Bro. It oh, just sure. it reminded me that Kanye got hits on hits on hits on hits on hits, bro. I yeah, like, I, don't, I don't think nobody wants to see Ye in the verses, bro. I'm just going to be I was like, bro, and this ain't, and like, <laughs> hey, the funny thing, it him ain't even Drake, all man. of them. Him and Drake, it man. Ain't, it ain't even all of them. Like, I'm, mm. I'm finna pull up this playlist right now just so I can see how many songs is on it. <laughs> on the playlist, is 33 songs. But, well, 32 songs. And I said 33 because I had added the the intro to all of the lights because I like to play it as a, a full unit. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't, don't want to hear it as just the the radio version. Yeah. I want to hear the, the intro with the strings and all that shit into yeah. and then it flow into it. Yeah. 
even just that song right there, it's like 17 people on that damn song. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is you doing, bro? What was you thinking? But it's, that man got so many songs. It's ridiculous. So yeah. many fucking songs. As I kept going through it, I was just like, how you do this, bro? Like, how you mm. come up with all these damn songs? Like, this is a factory that you was just shelling shit out. Just like, here, have mm-hmm. this, have this, have this. And I'm like, I don't even fuck with Kanye. I don't even like this nigga at this point. <laughs> but I like his music. <laughs> that shit, fire as hell. Hey, his music, fire, yeah. man. It is. Uh, this everything else he does is, is questionable. I don't but know. I was really... Wrong I was really just looking, listening to it because I was like, when I saw the bracket, I was like, man, off the top, bro. I don't think nothing fucking with uh, flashing lights. And <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this man got a song better than flashing lights to me. But as I went through the songs, I was like, damn, he got a lot of songs that I really like, though. And it, at the end, I mean, I still kind of got the same conclusion. Like, I don't know if it's a song that's fucking with flashing lights. But flashing lights is cool as hell for no reason. But, I have to go through it. <laughs> You would. I'm telling you, I'm going to have to send you this. Uh, yeah, send it over. I'm going to put it in the Slack right now. <laughs> I'm do that shit right now. I just called it Kanye Madness because it was uh, like the March Madness thing. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much all of my week of music that I listened to this past week and going into this past weekend. But it was a fun week, man. So similar to y'all, I was all over the place. Yeah. Man, those be the best weeks, though, man. When you like hit different decades, hit different genres, hit different artists. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of my time, I, I find myself just listening to one artist like all week, you know, getting in that that one groove or whatnot. But when you kind of like all, all over the place, you get, you get a, it's like uh, Sherbert, uh, like the Rainbow Sherbert. Yeah. You're all the little different flavors, man. They all good. So, good week, fellas. Hell yeah. Um, Absolutely. You sitting over there looking at the playlist? Oh, no, nah, I was looking at something else. But oh, it okay. did pop up. It did pop up, for sure. <laughs> um, bro, it's two things that I, I got over here on my little list that uh, I just wanted to see what y'all thoughts were on it. Um, the first thing, and I know we talked about Kanye, um, Greg, yeah. a little earlier, but Man, I think it was, it might have been last week or, you know, this past week, but he had went on a little rant about uh, record contracts and he's wanting to get his masters back, man. I I don't know. I don't know where I saw that, but somebody like I saw an article or something. It was talking about Jay-Z had um, sold his masters sold Kanye's masters to get his masters back or something mm. like that, man. I don't know where I saw that at. Um, mm. But the fact that Kanye doesn't have his masters and now he's getting it, do you guys think that the way he's going about it is productive in getting his masters or how can that um, situation be improved for Kanye and other other artists that don't own their masters? Mm, that's a that's a loaded one, right? That's a hard one. It is. It yeah. is. <laughs> because in a sense, like I think some of that business should be kept 
uh, behind and for behind sure. closed doors for and sure. negotiate it out. Because, uh, you know, if I'm just thinking about someone who got their master's, Jay, uh, the way Jay got his master's, uh, you know, he had to pay for it. Yo, guy did the same. He had to mm-hmm. buy himself out of his contract. Uh, I think some of that should be left behind doors. But at the same time, I do see the strategy of making it public and kind of forcing the label's hands to do something about it. It's just, you know, sometimes, you know, you come come and bite you in the behind because you signed a contract, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately. Uh, and, you know, we think about Meg. Meg was like, oh, man, my contract was horrible, but you signed a contract. Uh, and I know it comes with education. So really, it's about education. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's a change. Um, and then we're probably going to get into something similar to it. Uh, on today's episode, but yeah. I think, you know, we, in this day and time, I think it's time to renegotiate ownership. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, I think we need to change the name of it. <laughs> Mass yeah, I don't like is just, yeah, yeah, I don't like it either. Uh, yeah. So I think we definitely need to change the name of that, but also I think it's time to renegotiate uh, ownership because most of the time people are coming and they're like, in these days, there's no artist development is dead. There's no artist mm-hmm. development. Uh, so most of the time an artist is coming to you, it's just for your distribution side, which is fine. But most of the time they're coming already with whatever they already have. They already have their hits on YouTube and, and you know what I'm saying? They're already seeing <coughs> their numbers. So it's like, you know, what is it that you really offer? So I think mm. I think in this day and time, it is time to renegotiate. But as far as Kanye, he came in a time where it was different. So he's going to have to find a creative way to get his, uh, you know what I'm saying, his masters back. Uh, un- unfortunately, man, his, from the deal that I know that he supposedly has, which is that deal was like, they got like a lifetime of his, uh, of his, um, uh, like the lifetime deal that he supposedly has and all mm-hmm. that. I think he's, you know, unless he finds a loophole, I think he's he's pretty much stuck. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I don't I don't know how he's gonna get out, but yeah, he, I, I I feel bad for him just a little bit, but <laughs> at the same time, man, what do you do? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I saw, like I, uh, go ahead, Greg. I saw his at least most of what he was saying on Twitter this weekend with like the, the full rant and just having so many concerns about being able to own his masters. And then also having talked to certain people about what that looks like and how contracts are negotiated. And then he even put up a little segment where he was talking about what record contracts should look like in the future. Um, I can't remember exactly what they said, what it said. He had like five different stipulations for like what he, I guess, felt like was an equitable relationship between an artist and a record company. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a lot to, to unpack. And, mm-hmm. and the medium through which I was digesting the information was not conducive for a decent understanding or a yeah. full understanding. Because like I said, it was on Twitter. So it's like a tweet here, a tweet here, a tweet here, a tweet yeah. here. And so I'm mm-hmm. trying to piece together stuff and try to figure out, okay, what's going on with this stream of consciousness t- tweeting that you're doing right now? Mm-hmm. This would be 
probably better if you just went on live or something and just started talking. I understand why you wouldn't want to, because you want to try to type it out so it can be cohesive and concise yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. But it was mm-hmm. it was a lot. It's a lot to digest. And then it's also speaking over my head a lot. Because yeah. I don't have a fucking record contract with anybody. Um, so I don't have to worry about negotiating to own the shit that I made. Like anything that I ever have created, don't nobody else got that shit but me. <laughs> yeah. So like I don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah. But like it, I think that's a function of what you were saying, Steve, is where nowadays you don't have artist development. And since since I started recording music in 2010, when I was hearing people like Currency and them saying, you know, go independent, do it all on your own. Mm-hmm. I never had a real desire for that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to worry about going and seeking somebody to help me develop my craft. It was just like, no, nah, just do it on your own and you'll get to the place where you feel comfortable and then you can kind of put your shit out when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's just been the story since then. And I'm, like you said, it was a different time for him. You know, Kanye was out way back when, like 20, 20 years ago, basically. Yeah. So things have changed significantly in that time period. And I just feel like, like you said, he kind of is in a law deal. If it was yeah. like that lifetime thing and he got to abide by that. Even though I feel like it's still a way out of it because, I mean, yeah. niggas find ways out of all kind of contracts. Normally, it just has to do with muscle. Uh, <laughs> if you can put some pressure on the right niggas, you can change what that ink say. Yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's always a loophole somewhere. I still yeah, gotta yeah. find it. I still think that um, just just looking at it from my side of it, it's like I'm still looking at it from the Kanye that that said um, slavery was voluntary. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? the Kanye that, that's causing all this riffraff because of mental issues and not looking at it from the Kanye and artists because like, like you guys said, it's a way that he could do it a better way. Basically, if he actually talked to them, you know what I'm saying? But going on Twitter and ranting about it and, and, you know, because that's basically what he did was just, I'm frustrated and I'm going to just put it out there for everybody to judge. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like that's, that's really conducive to getting it done. Cause I mean, like if I was the record label and I owned your masters, I did what benefit do I have to give it back to you? Cause we like, we just say, we just talked about how many hits this man has, how good his songs is. What benefit do I have to give that back to you? You signed the contract. I hate to be a, a dick like that, but I mean, you should have read it. <laughs> I think that's what I said about uh, Meg Thee Stallion and, and that one when we talked about her. But I just feel like it it from from just a uh, a person that don't understand what masters and you not owning this and and the contract for that and you know not from somebody that doesn't pay attention to that. It just sounds like a a mental breakdown that he's continuing to have, you mm-hmm. know, because like even from him uh, running for president, we looked at that uh-huh. as a mental issue, you know, that didn't make sense at all. But, um, um <laughs> oh. 
but uh, you know, just just you know, from hearing that, it's 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 a, like a mental issue. So it's it's kind of like for me, it's kind of like pushed to the side. And you know, I I appreciate y'all's opinion because you guys have, especially you, Steve, have more experience with contracts and and masters and understanding what that means. Me, on the other hand, I'm just a consumer who enjoys the music. I don't care who on it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's my little two cents about that. And I'll be honest, I think I think these parts, like him run wanting to run for president and also him wanting to own his, you know, ran about his masses, I think that's the part that is actually not due to the mental issue. Right. I think right. This right. is the this is it's where really Kanye. <laughs> yeah, this is like and the thing is with, with, with those contracts, like how much money is he seeing? Yeah. There's a chance he's he might not be seeing much, but you know, if you're looking at the picture, like, all right, if they didn't own this much, then you would be getting this. Then of course, at some point you're gonna be incredibly frustrated because you're like, I can't get out this deal for whatever reason. Yeah. And they're gonna continue to take. So yeah, I'm sure it's coming from a uh a place of frustration, um, and not all of the mental part. Um and he's just doing whatever he can to get out. Uh, that's really what I think it is. I think, yeah. I think they're taking a, a good portion, and like you know, like we were just saying, man, he got so much incredible classic music. It's just like, what, what does he do? Like, right, right. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna say because you know, they said that he made. You know, what I'm saying they're saying that he's a he's he's a billionaire, but mm-hmm. they're saying it came from Adidas and the shoes, right. So that gives me that kind of alarms me. I'm like, what is he getting from the music then? Like, what, what, what? Are, how much are they taking? Mm-hmm. You know, because he has records everywhere. Right. And if <laughs> I remember the contract, if I remember what they said about the contract, I think it's the copyright part that they're taking the most. So, like, you know, uh, when you see these things broke down, um. When I used to work at BMI, you can kind of see these things broke down. There's so many people on the record. Mm-hmm. So you have the percentage, which is from the artist side, and then you had a percentage from the publishing company side. So then it's like, how much is being took? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it is is that's one of the things where percentage uh can really hurt you. So yeah, man. Yeah. And just something that you said, Steve, was it made me think of something when you said he may be looking at um he might be looking at like the profits and how it's being divided up from his music and saying like, dang, like if they wasn't taking this much, I would be entitled to so much more. Like, mm-hmm. It makes me think of my own like personal budget and how I think of my bills. And I'd be like, all right, I'm paying these niggas this much money every single month. And I kind of don't have a choice like utility bills. Like you ain't got no, no choice on a utility bill. I feel like that's what the record company is to him. It's like a utility bill. Like, I can never get away. Who are you to say I can never pay you off? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can never pay you off. I just always owe you for the rest of my life. Because um, with other things, you can, like, cut that. You can cut, like, your AT&T and say, mm-hmm. I don't want to fuck with y'all niggas no more. Or mm-hmm. you can say, like, or when you buy a car, eventually you pay that car off, you don't owe them niggas shit. Um, yeah. Same thing with a lot of bills, but like rents and utilities, like nigga, you got to keep paying this shit and keep paying this yeah. shit, keep paying this shit. And then it may even go up. Like 
you don't have no control over that. And I think that's mm. his frustration. It's just like, bro, why I don't get no say <laughs> at all? <laughs> like, y'all, y'all just get to come in and just be like, you owe us this because we said so. And could, could you there's picture, nothing that I can do about that. <laughs> hey, could you picture uh, signing a contract for a car and not reading it and it says that you got to pay this payment for life? Bro, I be stabbing a nigga, bro. And you just can't get out of it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think what we're seeing from Kanye is a is honestly for the, the from the record company's perspective, um, it may be a good thing that it is like Kanye and not yeah. some other artist who may have more violent tendencies. Because, yeah. Oh, yeah. because in his situation, I don't think Kanye gonna go shoot up the office. But I think if the right people was in that position, they might not shoot up your office. It was like, the and then it'll be like, it'll be, then at that point, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like at that point, the people who own this contract no longer exist. So I don't have to worry about that contract no more because who going to yeah. inherit it? You want this yeah. bullet too? Like, <laughs> like that's, how that, that's how that looks. Um, yeah. And I feel like they just, they really are in a, a, a good position by having done that deal with him specifically. Because mm-hmm. I don't even think they could have done a deal like that with Jay. Like, I feel like Jay would have mm-hmm. shot the officer or had somebody shoot it up because yeah. I wouldn't be going for that. And I ain't <laughs> I ain't even no gangster-ass nigga, but I am from Memphis and I know how to do shit. Like, it ain't gonna go down like that forever. Like, now I'm gonna talk to some people and we're gonna figure this out. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I feel like him going to, to Twitter or social media and stuff is like his way of shooting up the office. Like he just trying to put as much pressure on them socially as he can to to try to get them to to fold under pressure. I think he's playing. A, he's uh, fighting a losing battle because I don't think they give a shit about social pressure. Like, yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, like, now you got to be like in these people's face. They got to see you. Like it's got to be that much kind of, that kind of pressure. It's got to be. I physically am in your presence, and you feel like it's in your best interest to change the terms of this contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like what Tommy said, if it don't benefit them, why would they ever change? Like, why right. would I give you pack your masses when we got a Kanye bracket with thirty two songs that is just like timeless? <laughs> right. Like, I don't need but two of them hoes, honestly, right. and I'm good for the rest of my life. But I got thirty two. I got thirty two. Come on, nah, man. I'm never giving you these. You ain't Come gonna on, What get for? What, yeah. what yeah. I'm gonna get uh, in return? Hey, I'm gonna set the price so high. That Man. you can't pay for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Or if you man. do pay for it, it ain't going to be beneficial to you. Yeah. You ain't going to never reap that money at the all. way that you would. <laughs> You'll just be doing it. Just say, I own my master. Just to say that you do. Hey, yeah. You, you'll be free, though. Yeah, you will be. You'll be free. But you ain't going to never really <laughs> get back what you paid for. It's like buying yeah. a, uh, a car that's way underwater. Yeah, like, mm. bro, you ain't gonna never get the value of this car, right? No, not at all. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I want to bring up, and I hate that I'm bringing this up, but I have to. I feel like because it's it's getting weird to me at this point. But Dr. Dre and his he's getting sued by his. I don't know. I guess they're working on that divorce, but he's his getting ex, sued by his be wife. ex-wife. Yeah, soon to be ex-wife. Um, for basically, what did they say? What did they say? Uh, what did he do? 
God, I just had it up here. Oh, um, nah, that wasn't, that wasn't it. Basically, he's she's suing him because she's saying that he took all the money, um, took everything from her, or something like that, like fired her from Aftermath or something like that. And she's suing huh. to contest the prenup that they had set up. And I, I, I'm just like, <sighs> I already thought it was kind of like outrageous for like what she was asking for. Mm-hmm. And at this mm-hmm. point, it's like, I hate to hear about people getting divorced and then to hear like, you know, every time you hear about somebody getting divorced, you hear that, oh, it's messy and blowing this and blowing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, just like, if y'all don't want to be together, it's already hard enough to y'all breaking up. Like, the thought of a breakup is is definitely hard. Now you got to sit here and legally say, well, you can have this and you can have that. This woman asked for $2 million a month. I'm like, goodness, man. Even though, I mean, he got it, I assume, because I don't assume like a, a wife of 20-something years wouldn't ask for it if she didn't know he had it. So, yeah. um. But I just, you know, I just kind of wanted to bring that up just to say um, I hope the best for both of them. I know, you know, if they ever hear this, you know, I'm I'm, I'm hoping the best for both of them, man, because that got to be hard. It got to be yeah. definitely tough. But uh, yeah. Hey, man, they say them things get real ugly. Yeah. They get real <laughs> ugly. But, <laughs> right. Man, I don't, I don't know. You signed a prenup too, so yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> you, you signed a contract. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> some and that's like, I don't know, man. That's that's gonna have to somewhere in life change. Like I understand, yeah, you signed a contract, but those contracts need to have like terms or something where yeah. you can re- mm-hmm. renegotiate after a certain amount of years or something like that. Because nigga, if I sign something when I'm five years old. You ain't finna have me ninety five still abiding by what I thought when I was five. That's like, true. That's not fair. That's not fair right. at all. You wouldn't want yeah. you wouldn't want me to subject you to that. So why would right, you try right. to do that to me? That's true. Man, them billionaire problems, man. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah, she asked that nigga for uh, a retirement pension. It's, <laughs> it's about four, four or five people retirement. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll be honest, you give me that two million, I'm good for the rest month, of my life. Bro? A month? You're talking about a month? You know how much that is? That's two what, times 24? 24? Gracious. 24 million a year. A year. Nigga, that's a, a Nigga, four years, you're at 100. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, like a, a superstar contract. Bruh. He makes $24 million a year. That's hey, it's rough on both sides. So right. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. I just wish them the best, man. I kind of been looking at yeah. it and been like, damn, man, they really going through it. Um, and I just uh-huh. can't I can't imagine, you know, being with somebody for that long. I think it was like 24, 25 years mm. that they actually been married and they actually going through a breakup. Like, I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs, but just from the outside year. looking in. Yeah. Hey, she's trying to get married. a million for every year they was married then. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get a million for every year they was married. Bruh. Every year. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> like, goodness, man. Uh, what did you do, Dre? <laughs> right. Let's just stick together, man, man and, yeah. and, and shit. 
Here, you can have wife, this half, and I take this half, and, and hey, let's call it a day. You better go sleep in that room over there. Right. Hey, we're going to get this together. Shoosh. I already told my wife. <laughs> like, I you got a bar papers. friend or anything, my <laughs> shit? <laughs> get your but bar not. friend, man. Yeah, that's rough. Shit. But, um, yeah, so that's what I got. Um, contracts, man. Damn. Yeah. Um, y'all heard anything else this week before we get started with uh, the uh, big topic? Mm. So we can jump right on into it. I don't think I have anything like really worth mentioning. Oh, but, okay. All right. Let's well, not mention it. Let's not Cardi B and Offset. Proud of oh, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About that. I forgot about them. That's that's a part of that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish. I want to know what I don't know is why, but uh, I hear so much stuff, bro. Yeah. Like, I know they've been through it anyway, like yeah. the cheating and all that. But they look like they was really happy. But hey, that's don't be deceiving, man. Right, you only get right. a blip of what's going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? They could have been. Could've... What you say? I put an expiration date on that from day one. Like, <laughs> that was already doomed to fail. Like that wasn't gonna never happen. Yeah, never going nowhere. I just, you know, it, it's you know me, the hopeless romantic over here, man. Um, I just wish everybody that that get married, you know, can work mm-hmm. out, stay married, and, mm-hmm. and be happily ever after and stuff like that. But it's weird with them because it's like. Bruh, like literally, I believe that she would do anything that you asked her to do. Like, what is it that you're looking for? If he did cheat on her, like, you know what do, do sexually or do period? Like, period. Especially I so. sexually. I think I think Carter would cuss you out in a minute. <laughs> okay. I'm like, being honest. Like, I think, like, on that song, WAP, she talking about she don't cook, she don't clean. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't think she'll do anything. <laughs> I think it's some stuff Carter be like, Carter will cuss you out and walk off. I think she'll, you know, like, bro, because she, how can I say this, bro? I think she'll do anything if she's, like, if she's in love with you. You know what I'm saying? And with the case between them from us, it looks like they were in love. You know, or they got married. Um, so her cooking and cleaning, <laughs> what that meant to me was she paid somebody to do it. Like once you get to a certain bracket, yeah, hell yeah. Here, I pay you to cook, I pay you to clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have time to do it or I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Well, I, I guess I heard that differently because she was like, I don't cook, I don't clean. But she was like, but she got a ring. I think that's how the verse actually goes. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. And so you kind of like, mm, okay. Which, yeah. you know, I'm not saying all women should be cooking and cleaning. Like, hey, I, I clean. <laughs> you know, hey, I cook sometimes. She cook. I clean. Whatever she clean, yeah. I cook. But I don't know. It, it's always fascinating. I really want to know because I know we already knew that she cheated before because they had that whole public fallout. And yeah. then, you and know, so what? That's what bothers me the most, man. It's like this dude cheated on his wife, man. And it's bruh. Like literally, bruh. Like we saw uh uh on Instagram, she was like, she asked that man, did he need anything before she went to bed? <laughs> like sexually, sex sexually. 
Yeah. I, I mean, was like, who does that? I don't want to make excuse for anyone. But when you're a celeb of when you're a celebrity, that's making an excuse, Steve. No, nah, I'm just being honest. Like celebrities <laughs> live celebrity life is a different life. Like it is people throwing it at you. Uh, you coming out the bathroom, they throwing it at you. You coming out eating the restaurant, you on the playground, they throwing it at you. Man, you I, I mean, don't know. Like, you know, why get so married, for some man? I mean, you might want to be married. Like being married is a beautiful thing. Like I, I love know. it. Oh, it, I, I do it every day. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Like, but y'all niggas, when, y'all niggas knew y'all wanted to be married. Y'all probably had a, a, yeah. a better understanding of what that means. <laughs> that's than so what that that's another thing too. And that's why it had yeah. an expiration date, as I alluded to earlier, it's because <laughs> this nigga wasn't ready to get married. Dude. If he was ready to get married, oh, he wouldn't heard nothing about that cheating shit. <laughs> if he was ready to get married, they wouldn't be about to get divorced. Like it's as simple as that. That mm, nigga wasn't ready tracks. for it, and it didn't work out because he tried to make a decision he wasn't ready to make. It just it's yeah. as simple. They gonna get a divorce because them niggas weren't ready to get married. <laughs> like That's if they right. was ready to get married, yeah. we wouldn't be I having be, this conversation. Yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> argue with you. <laughs> yeah, it's all facts. That, that just is what it yeah. is. You know. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, before before we go any further, man. R.I.P. to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Supreme Court Justice, Justice of the Supreme Court. Um, yeah. yeah, so that throws a wrench in our government, but definitely because we'll, they trying to replace her before yeah, the they trying to do some mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, yeah, RP to her. And thank I heard you. something interesting though on the mm-hmm. news this morning. They said, um, like the Supreme Court, the amount of Supreme Court justices there are is not a fixed thing. So mm. um, even if they decided to like put in a, a replacement to her that was unfavorable for mm. most people like us, um, the next person who comes in, if they win the election, could always come in and just add more justices mm. of their I own people. Like you can just do that. it that way. I didn't know that shit. I thought yeah. it had to be like nine or ten or some shit. But no, you can apparently have as many as you fucking want because there's no precedent mm. for that. But um, I don't know if y'all into like Greek goddess gods and and goddesses and stuff like that. I look at the Supreme Court as that, <laughs> not not literally, but their mm. job for the United States is to be, um, what's the word, non-biased. Is that a word? Is that the word that I'm looking for? Like where they're not, they're not on either side. They just have to mm. judge from this position, from like what it looks like. Yes. Yeah. I, we can have a whole conversation on right. how yeah. it is. <laughs> because <laughs> unfortunately, because they're definitely not. <laughs> normally when you say, when you say non-biased, those people lean a certain way. Right, like, right, right. To not be biased means that you lean towards whatever is prevalent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, it means that when you don't do anything to correct the already established bias, it means that the already established bias is what you lean towards. Well, that, that's yeah. why. Okay, well, let me not use yeah. non-bias, but let's say <laughs> they have to judge from a position, and they have the final say on the yeah. actual judgment. They do. Yeah. So I was like, man, they like they're citizens, but they're like 
Yeah, since, since they sit all the way on the top of the hill back in the back. But you read like they behind a big door. You rarely get to see them. And if you do get to see them, you better come with your A game because <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. It's final after that, you know. But I think it's cool that she was up there for so long and she fought the good fight for women mm-hmm. and minorities. And, uh, you know, she was determined, man, um, and stuff like that. So RIP to her. Um, it was one Do more thing. you know thing. when she was appointed? Um, it was in 93. Bill Clinton okay. appointed her. Um, and she's been, been yeah, from 93 until 2020. Um, and she was uh, 87. So, yeah. Hey, but at some point, you know, you got to be ready for whatever could happen. So, yeah, I think most of the most of the Supreme Court people are 70 plus. Not saying the thing, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying anything about they finna die or anything, but they're older, yeah. you know? Yeah, because, you know, you get that job for life. Yeah. That's what, yeah. and 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 I understand fighting for whoever gets not whoever gets the president nominates in there, like any president. Um, I understand why. Hey, mm-hmm. fight to make sure this person is the right person to be in here because they can't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> this is their job. I'll be honest, man. That that's that's a, uh, some of those jobs that need to be an expiration date. I think I think the Senate and like all that stuff. They don't have I think terms. I love it. Those don't have terms. I don't have a real issue with the Supreme Court. I I, I think but, it should. Um the 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 government, the the actual three what they call it? Three the, branches. the three branches of government needs to have yeah. terms. I know the president has, you know, two terms, but the rest of them I don't think they have terms. They do have uh, like the House of Representatives is two years and then the Senate is six years. And you have to be reelected to stay in. Yeah. Um, just the Supreme Court justices. Yeah. That's no, somebody yeah. else got turned, like, don't have, like, they can continue to run, though. Yeah. I think oh, you yeah, can yeah, keep yeah. running. That's what yeah. I mean. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. they need to be like, nah, you, you're done. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Uh, fucking Steve Cohen from Tennessee, that nigga been up in the House <laughs> of Representatives for my whole life. Right. <laughs> and, and and you see how the, the nation has changed from diversity, um, um just the the look of, of the country has changed tremendously. And I think the look the look of the country, the government needs to look like the country. Our yeah. government looks like nineteen thirty or nineteen forty, nineteen fifty maybe. I may say nineteen sixty, but it's twenty twenty. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So yeah. Hey, what was that old saying? Hey, they, uh, I think Lincoln said it. That did Lincoln say it? Someone said it. It might not be Lincoln, but they said that <laughs> the downfall, like being, you know, having a president is fine, but, you know, they don't need to have these uh, separate parties. I wish yeah. I remember the exact thing, but I'm going hey, to have to look exactly that what one up, saying. man. Exactly that what you're saying. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And they, I think, I don't know if it was George Washington or President Lincoln who said it, but they said the downfall, you know, would be to have the separate parties, and that's you know exactly yeah. what they got with all that crap. So, but uh, oh, and there's one more thing too. Netflix got a uh, documentary about the Challenger <laughs> that I've been uh, space thing, the the one that blew up in ninety nineteen eighty six. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, I think that was pretty cool. Because every time I think about it, I think about Ronald McNair, you know, being first black astronaut or something like that. And hmm. uh, it blew up. And they're saying, like, they knew that it was going to, like, somebody was like, hey, this is going to blow up. We shouldn't do this. I so, believe it. I, uh, huh. yeah, it's, such it's, a rush. It's, I, I had started watching it and then I fell mm-hmm. asleep with the baby. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was their, uh, destination? Where were they trying to go? Space. It was, it was like, just they into did, space? Uh, yeah, just, I, they did space shuttles into space. So the, I think the moon landing, it wasn't called a shuttle. Like the, 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 uh, the, the, <laughs> I don't know what they call the the space things mm-hmm. like was a different design and it was yeah. made to um basically how what's the new one that's up there that uh um uh, Elon Musk been working on oh the the rocket that he working on to take yeah. people shuttle people back and right. forth that's what the beginning of it was because they had a teacher on that um on that um that 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 mission and um she was going to teach two lessons I said I think they said from space. Oh, about they were going mission. to the space station. Yeah. That we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And um gotcha. it was supposed to shuttle like different stuff up there and stuff like that. So um they had did one previously like in 1980, 1979, 1980, and then this one was supposed to have like those seven people up there and stuff like that. But like I said, I fell asleep. So I got to go back and watch an episode or two uh, to really find out what happened. But I think it's pretty cool. I think that's a story that, you know, we need to, we need to hear about. And so I appreciate Netflix and some of their documentaries, bro. Yeah, man, they be filling in them, uh, them knowledge gaps. Yeah, man. boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was thinking about it this morning, man. I was like, bro, <laughs> what the hell? was black people doing from like 1865 to like 1920 like yeah. period in life what the hell was black people doing Struggling. like that's when they supposedly freed the slaves and then i know like it was hell but yeah. what the hell was going on like i want to know some shit like tell me something yeah and then I was Googling that earlier and it was like, the only thing that came up was like Ida B. Wells. And I was like, let me go and read this damn book. Mm-hmm. I got the book on the shelf behind me and shit. Like <laughs> Ida B. Wells by autobiography and shit. Yeah. Like I know they had like yellow fever hit and all yeah. kind of shit came up, but it's like, bro, it was some old shit going on. I need to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah I got a lot of stuff. That ass space of, I don't know what we was doing. Right, right, right. What we I mean, there, there was, uh, it was points and times where, you know what I'm saying, we're buying plenty of land had communities and so on and so forth. It was, stuff was really building. It just depends on yeah. where you was at in the world. Like mm-hmm. if you was in the South, it was, they wasn't having it. Yeah. It was hell. But, you know, you go a little further up in the North, there was still, still that stuff was going on. But, uh, you know, black folks were actually buying <laughs> land, building communities, stuff like that. Hey, look up, um, look up the history of Central Park in New York. Uh, it was something that I never knew that that actual Park, Central Park in New York, you know, that's like the only green space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before it was that, I prepped to be that park. That was a community. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was a black community. Hmm. I didn't and know it that. was destroyed. Uh, 
Yeah, they pretty much ran ran the black folks out of it, and then they end up moving uptown and buying land up there. Oh, okay. I've heard similar stories about uh, it's a place called Mud Island Park in Memphis. Um, like the I whole, saw it for the first time. The whole <laughs> Mud Island, because that's where I used to live. But uh, <laughs> they said that that was all black people at one point. Really? They said because the, the land down there used to, like, it floods. when Whenever the river, river floods, mm-hmm. that yeah, land I can't imagine will, that happened. will flood um, pretty much that yeah. entire island or peninsula. Um, and they were saying that none of the white folks wanted to live there because it was just, you know, swamp land, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at the surrounding areas around there, it, it's pretty much, it's bayous and shit over there. Yeah. So it's not really good land to do anything on. Mm-hmm. But they found a way to come in and kind of, you know, drain it out and make it pretty as fuck now. So yeah. it's a trip, man. They do that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, I believe man. There's a lot yeah. of places. There's a beach in California, Manhattan Beach, I think. Mm. I think that's what it was. I saw used something to be, about that recently. Yeah. Used to be that used to be black black beach houses there. Mm. Used to be theirs. And uh, yeah, they they yeah, like always, find a way to take it. So <laughs> yeah, but we'll yeah. get on that for another for a later day. Yeah, but yeah. get yeah. your history lesson with uh, speaker geekers. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> we all over the place today, man. man yeah, baby. we gonna cover all the bases, man. You gonna learn um, something today, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or at least give you something to look up. Absolutely. So. Um, yeah. Well, let's get into it, man. Joe Bot, Joe. No, I was gonna say Joe Biden. Joe <laughs> Biden. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what happens when you type his name on, uh, like a text message on a Google it does. Apple phone. It turns into Biden. It ain't gonna say Biden. Right. It's gonna right. say Biden. <laughs> and I, I guess you know, what I'm saying oddly enough, this all kind of fits into what I guess we're gonna talk about today with Joe Biden and his, um, his wildly popular, uh podcast about Joe Budden show. Um, if you haven't heard the Joe Budden show, go take a listen. Uh, I know a lot of people have. Um, and we all know Joe Button. The people that do know of Joe Button, I mean, extraordinary, extraordinary rapper, uh, has been on Love and Hip Hop. Um, uh, has his own show on Revolt, I believe, as well as, you know, doing a lot of hosting gigs. Used to do it at Complex uh, with Nadeska and Academics and um, also, I'm trying to think. He had, uh, yeah, he had a battle with uh, <laughs> he 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 battle rapped at one point. Really? He lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, nevertheless, man, Joe has had his hands in a lot of things. Uh, former member member of Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's done a lot in the music industry, and now he has this in you know this incredible podcast that we're going to kind of. Uh, talk about today and basically what we're talking about is the fact that he is leaving Spotify tomorrow well actually yeah it'll be tomorrow when y'all hear this I believe the 23rd yeah. so that would be the last time you hear of Joe Budden's show on Spotify exclusively is, it'll yeah. still be on there it just won't be exclusively on yeah the old shows Spotify, will be on there yeah. but yeah not as much so it's very interesting because what he brought up was you know, negotiations basically fell through. And the coolest thing about the podcast is that he built it by himself. Uh, Well, not by himself, but they own that together. Mm -hmm. And what basically I, yeah, his whole team. So 
what happened was Spotify wanted a piece and Joe was like, nope. I think also they were supposed to get a bonus at one point for bringing in all these ad uh, revenues and they didn't get it. And then they wanted, uh, Spotify also wanted a piece of pie. And then also Spotify wanted to, uh, wanted him to bring in more. Um, I want to say, I want to say more black creators, podcast creators. And, but they was going to try to take like 50% of it. And Joe said, no. Mm. So today, man, what we really want to get into is, if we're not getting into whether Joe was wrong or Joe was right, or if it was a bad decision or not, what we want to get into is, okay, how does this look? You know, should the creator, just like we was talking about in the news as far as contracts, is it time to renegotiate you know what I'm saying? How much of the pie you're taking from creators? Because Joe Budden's podcast actually has been, I mean, it's only been on two years, but it feels like it's been on forever. Yeah. And it's been, it's been on Spotify for two years. It's been on Spotify for two years. Okay, so it's been uh, longer, but even before that, you know, Joe Budden's uh, podcast was pretty, was gaining a lot of steam and can pretty much live on his own. So the question is today is, should they be trying to take a piece of the pie? Or, hey, should he be, uh, should he take, you know, should he have taken the deal? Uh, or, well, not just him, but creators. Should they take the deals? Or should we be renegotiating a piece of the pie? Because most times stuff is created before a lot of these big companies get a hold of it. So, um, man. That's, that's uh, for me, I don't know, I'm going to just throw it out there. Um, with like three M Media, um, essentially that's the that's the idea. But the biggest thing with like Spotify um, is Spotify is one business, one brand, and for the smaller creator, they see, hey, I I can get a contract with Spotify. It kind of puts us in the in the same realm as the record labels and stuff like that, because as a small creator, you know, you're not seeing as much revenue, as much uh, participation. You're not seeing a lot, but if you look at some of the YouTube numbers, if you look at some of the pot, uh, like actual Spotify numbers, some people, some creators are out here just making it happen by themselves. You mm-hmm. look at the 85 South show. They're yep. making it by themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like DC Young Fly started with with uh what's up, Vine videos. Country uh what's his name? Country Wayne started like with Facebook, just making videos by himself, getting millions of views. Now mm-hmm. he's getting paid in, in other ways. So I think um I think the pandemic has something to do with needing a change for creators because now we have more time to create. You know what I'm saying? Where you're not spending hours commuting back and forth for some people. Um, some people were were laid off and stuff like that. So now what do you do? You still have to eat. So you have to figure out a way to be creative um, to eat. And, and, you know, you've seen an influx in it. So, yeah, there needs to be, to answer your question, Steve, there needs to be a something there to help some creators because now the pool is larger. So now you do have those quote unquote people that can create uh, like those quote unquote Spotify's where we're, we're a podcast 
um, um, conduit or or we we can we can do this, this, this and this for you, but we want this much from you. But mm-hmm. then on the other hand, like for for us and the 3M family, we just honestly like let's build what we got. Let's work on what we got and then let's see where we can go with it. Like our goal is is to eventually, you know, be as big as the Joe Budden podcast. But we're not looking at needing to get a deal from here, needing to get a deal from there. What we're looking at is, okay, so what do we have here? Let's create here. Let's have fun here. Let's do this. Let's do that. And let's bring in our own stuff. You know what I'm saying? So um, just like um, like you, when you, in your introduction of it, I don't believe like with the Joe Budden podcast, I appreciate him putting the info out there. Appreciate him like, because then now, we have to pay attention to it, just like Kanye did with with his masters. But we have to pay attention to what Joe Budden is talking about, just because it's going to affect the people that are creators. Because mm-hmm. it's one thing for Joe Budden to come in; they they want fifty percent of his creation. And what did they really do to help him grow his people? Because put him on Spotify, we're on Spotify. I feel like if he was exclusively on Spotify, he took away. Like they, they took away from what he actually could earn because you, what you get, you get y'all listen to Apple music. I listen to title. Um, I actually hate Spotify, by the way. <laughs> like I, I, yeah, I, rock I, don't, with Spotify. I don't listen to any music on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I rock with Spotify. You know, I listen to podcasts on Spotify. Sometimes I listen to music on Spotify sometimes, but you do have those other avenues. Uh-huh. You got YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube is a whole nother thing. Only thing he has to do is record it and put it on YouTube. He can stop doing this. The, the, actual podcast just put it on youtube that's a uh real good point that you brought up because in like the most recent uh show clip he was talking about how he went to academics like hey we don't need complex let's just film it ourselves and yeah. academics were like nah i'm cool on that he also said that he went to uh his baby mama asked hey let's do love and hip-hop together and he was like we ain't got to use love and hip-hop Let's just record it ourselves. And he said that she also said, nah, she didn't want to do that. So it's interesting because I view it as the independence from the, as the record label. So you had the independent and then you had the majors. Um, Uh I think as some, if, if people go back to the episode with us and Izzy, we talked about that and how she was able to get a distribution. Yeah. Distribution deal. Yeah. Uh, Which Uh most people don't get straight out the gate, but, because of what she was able to do, they was able to offer that to her. So mm-hmm. I believe in some spaces, there are some, there are some, uh, there, it is appropriate sometimes to have, okay, I look at it as the name. Like, just what I was saying, like, academics may not want to went out, go on and record it by themselves because we felt like, hey, I need the name of Complex behind because it's a big name. Or, you know, his baby mom was looking, loving hip hop, it's a big name. It's like, it's like an independent artist who gets with, you know, if you, if, if Jay signs you to rock nation, then automatically you're like, Oh, he gotta be dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that name, that force behind you. Yeah. Uh, but as far, yeah. That extra cosign. But 
in this day and age where, you know, like we said before, A&R is, is, A&R is <laughs> just about dead. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not really developing artists as we can see with like Meg. Um, and that's even for the, the independence because you can see Meg didn't have a clue what was in her contract and not to bring her into it, but you know, <laughs> you didn't know how to, to read the contract and also all they you know with major labels that a and r section is pretty much gone yeah. uh they're pretty much there to find artists not to develop them all so right. at that point they're going out to get folks who already have the streams mm-hmm. and if we look at easy situation that's perfect because she had the stream already so like uh-huh. okay let's get them and piggyback off of what she's already doing yeah. so in that sense yeah. it's like okay looking at what joe is saying is that fair for them to do? Like, not only is that, f- it's it's fine to do, but is it fair for them to ask for so much if I'm already doing it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, and it's a two-part question because we were talking about this before. On one side, it's business. You're using our platform and thing. <laughs> but on the other side, it's me being a creator. Yeah. Really, bro, I already, I already have the steam. Like, so why you want to take 50, 60 percent uh-huh. like here? I give you, you know, are they at the point where they're like just pretty much a manager of the situation and not because a manager most time takes like between five to 15 percent yeah. of your, you know, what I'm saying your uh, your revenue mm-hmm. and they're just managing the situation, whereas you, the talent are doing the work. So at this point, our record, you know, not regulated, but at this point, you know, shoot, it's Spotify just kind of like the managing of the situation. If they're managing much at all, I don't even think it's that. I don't, I don't know this situation, but I just look at it from what we do. Like we do a lot of work to get this podcast together, uh-huh. and for Joe Budden to actually have a podcast before he got to. Spotify, you have to know that uh-huh. a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of money was put into it of his and and the people that's uh-huh. on on his team. Um, you know, a lot of that, their stuff was put into it. What did Spotify bring to the table for Joe Button? Because I think it was a dumb, dumb, uh, I ain't gonna say it's a dumb, it's dumb because I don't understand the business move behind it. But mm-hmm. from the outside looking in, it does not look like Spotify gave Joe Budden anything. Now, I'm probably wrong um, about it, but I mean, because they, like, they did give him some money, you know, for it or whatnot, yeah. but I, I just don't think it was necessary for him to do that, to earn. He probably didn't, would he probably would have not earned as much, but he probably would be as big as he is um, with the podcast without being exclusively on Spotify is is basically what I'm saying. And as a creator, that's what you want. You don't need to be tied to anybody. I can understand if if I had it and said, hey, G, I got this uh, I got this YouTube channel or this podcast that I'm working on and I want you a part of it. Um, here's 50,000 you know, to, for you to do this podcast, get your team together and stuff like that. But the only thing about it is any revenue, I'm going to split it with you. That's different. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then, then, then y'all coming to me saying, Hey, we got this podcast. Boom, boom, boom. We got this number. We got this number. We've been doing this and we're earning this much. And, and, you know, we're growing. This is the growth that we have for this year. And then you, you come to me and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to give you 50,000, but I want 50% of the revenue. That doesn't well, make sense. Well, we got to think in this case, it's renegotiation. Right. So, you know, at the beginning part is, you know, jump in there. It's a deal. Let's work it. And then two years later, it's time to negotiate. But you're trying to offer us, you know, something on the past two years, not currently what we're worth. Kind of like a home. Like if I came to you and gave you, <laughs> you know, what the what you bought for the home two years yeah. ago. But well, we all know that the home is worth more. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're going to be like, no. <laughs> like, right, right. why should I do that? Like, you cut me out like another, you know, 50000 maybe. Uh, right. Or depending on how the market is. But uh, I'm going to get G in this conversation. Yeah. I'm going to throw wrinkle in because what ends up happening is um, after Joe announces that they're leaving due to the Spotify negotiations breaking down, Charlemagne, the guy from, uh, from uh, Breakfast Club, chimes in. And he has something very interesting to say, which basically what he said was, he didn't think Joe was, he, he, he said Joe knows his worth, but he doesn't think that Joe know how to negotiate it. So with that being said, it, it's pretty interesting when someone says that because should you be even negotiating your worth? Is your worth your worth? Or should you be like, okay, let's play this. If you give me this, say if he, instead of 50, he was like, all right, we'll give you 25. We take the other 75. Let's roll with it. Or should it be, hey, this is our number. That's it. We can leave. What what, what you think, G? Um, this is hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like when you know exactly how much your stuff is worth, like you've done your leg work to figure out, you've done your appraisal work basically to figure out what something is worth. You have a number in mind of like what you want for it. If somebody comes to you with some bullshit ass offer, you're not gonna be like, "No, nah, you got to come up from there." You're gonna be like, "Hell no!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna be yeah. like, "Hell no!" I ain't even finna. We not even gonna talk. Like if if it's if 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 my car is worth twenty five grand, and you come to me talking about I give you ten. I'm be like, get the fuck out of my face, bro. Like <laughs> if that's all you got, if that's all you got, and I know it's worth twenty five, like, and that's you know sentimental value. Be damned. That's not even mm-hmm. me considering that kind of shit. Because it's also the the potential that I like this car so much that I don't even want to fucking sell it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you got to convince me to fucking sell it on top of that. Because you yeah. do have that situation as well where people have something where it may be worth this, but it's like, I don't want to sell it. You got to, like, mm. okay, so you in Nashville and you do real yeah. estate. So, yeah. um, what's the name of that area of Nashville? It's like West End or something like that. Uh, yeah. All right. So that area was like booming throughout the last 10 years. Like mm-hmm. they kept building shit and kept building shit, kept building shit. And in my previous relationship, I dated somebody that was from there. And their church was like in an area where people were coming in and trying to buy like the church. They were trying to buy the houses. They were trying to buy all kinds of shit over there. And some of the residents in the area were selling because I need the money. Fuck you yeah. mean? I'm getting out of here. And then other Absolutely. people, that house is my home. Bitch, I ain't selling. Like on some, 
up. Disney's up shit. <laughs> like, I'm not going nowhere. This is my house. This is where I want to be. I have to wait till I die, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're going to have to make it worth my while to move. You're going to have to offer me so much above what it's worth that I'll actually consider moving. And I think that that's what happens in a situation like what you got with Joe. It's like, bro, I've been putting blood and sweat and tears. I've been building this audience, first of all, because that's where the money coming in. It's like, I've been building this fucking audience for this long. And then y'all got the nerve, the balls, to walk in this bitch and try to (laughs) undervalue me. Yeah. No, fuck you, bro. Get out of my face. Come back Come back to me when you're serious. Yeah. Then we can negotiate from a place where we starting somewhere that's feasible. We're not going to mm-hmm. start somewhere all the way down here and then I end up taking the fucking hit because I settled with you in the middle of bullshit and actual value. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not going to do that at all. We're going to negotiate on fair terms. We're not going to let you come in here and just, like, decide mm-hmm. you're going to throw some change at me. Um, Cause I know he had brought up on the little clip that you sent to us in the Slack um, that they were trying to negotiate with them with like some watches and shit like that, like, and nah. somebody was yelling out <laughs> in the background. I think Rory was in the background. He was like, "Nah, Rory was like used watches. It wasn't even like brand new watches." <laughs> they were trying to get us to to they're trying to throw that into the deal. Like, we'll give you this fucking Rolex as well. Like, yeah, and and. The, the fucking Spotify people apparently didn't know what to do with somebody who didn't want to take the money that they were offering. Mm. Because when you coming in from the position that most of the time white people are coming from, like you feel like, okay, I got all the money. These niggas going to bite it whatever I throw them, throw mm. it at them. And it's like when a nigga be like, nah, that's not what's up. It's kind of throw them off. And like you scrambling mm-hmm. to get your bearings because shit, because that was your only move. That was the only thing that you thought was like, all I got to do is just put enough money on the table and I can get whatever I want. And I feel like there's a a, a sense of of pride that I know I have specifically where it's like, I get a kick out of being able to tell niggas, no, they can't afford the shit that they want to get. Like, I I like that shit. Like, I remember going to a, I remember going to a, um, like a book signing one time and this nigga was like, He's like KSA Layman. I'm gonna have to put y'all onto his books because they fucking yeah. make it. Yeah. But anyways, um, he was saying that this book deal company came to him and they was like, "Oh, we're gonna offer you all this money." Da, 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 da. I forgot what the number was. And then he, before he told us that he turned it down, he was like, "But you know, I'm a nigga, so like I'm proud of what I turned down. So I gotta mm-hmm. let y'all know how much it was, so I can tell you how much I turned down. You know, that's how black folks are." And yeah. I was like, exactly, bro. Like, you, you want to be able to say, like, these niggas came at me with this much money. And I still told them niggas, no, on some masterpiece shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they told me I was worth this much. I must be worth this much if these niggas trying to give me this much. It must yeah. be way more to make out of this situation than what they actually trying to, because they trying to make a profit. So they trying yeah. to come in yep. low so that they can make a profit. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. like, bitch, I'm trying to make the profit. I ain't trying to sell this shit off. I want this. Yeah. Like I ain't I ain't built this up to sell it off to you so that I could just get the cash. Cause yes, the capital is valuable. I can go do something else. But what if this is the thing that I was trying to do in the first place? What mm-hmm. if I'm not just trying to jump start, like use this as a, a, a leaping pad or what is it, stepping stone, stepping stone yeah. to something else? Like what if this was my destination and I actually like it here? And you trying to come in and just buy it thinking that I don't care about this. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just sell it off for whatever because I can take the money and go do something else. 
was like, nigga, Joe, Joe already rich. Right. <laughs> what, the fuck, what the fuck he wants some more money for? Like he right. already rich. Yeah. What the hell you go? What what can you do to change my life? Qualitative, like perspective, not just right. quantitative. Like what can you do to change my life? Like yes, I can go buy another fucking Rolex. I can go buy another house. I can go buy another car. But fucking why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I already got all this shit, what I need all this shit for? Absolutely. Other than to be like, I got it. After a yeah. while, I'm, it's gonna get dull, and I'm not gonna want this shit no more. And I'm gonna be like Young Dolph giving somebody I'm gonna give away a Lamborghini or some shit. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that nigga said I was just looking at the Lamborghini. And I was like, damn, I need to get this whole way. I, ain't, I don't never even drive it. Like, yeah. no, hell no. We is not yeah. negotiating from no terrible ass positions, bro. That, yeah. that shit is old. We ain't doing that no more. Like, Especially not this time. I think Man. niggas like Kanye got to go through that shit. Way back when they went through it, and I hate that he's still going through what he's going through with his contract and stuff. But like, I think it's my responsibility, and I think it's any creator's responsibility at this point to learn from those mistakes in the past to not do that shit again, bro. Especially when yeah. you got access to having your own audience and mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. having your shit rocking the way that you want it. You don't have to settle for nothing that these niggas tell you, yeah. and you bringing up the idea of him talking to academics and talking to um, um, and them saying, no, I don't want to do it. I can see why you don't want to do it because it's a lot of fucking work. Like, you don't want to do all the extra work. And then on top of that, like, you want the clout. (laughs) Them niggas young. Like, (laughs) since Santana is like 25, academics like 20-something. Like, they young, so they want to be popular and famous and shit. And like, he ain't thinking that way. Because yeah. one, he's not that kind of a palatable ass nigga. Like, everybody don't like them. So, right. <laughs> ass shit. that nigga trying to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, um, it's a different story. Absolutely. And I think, I think also there's a, a pride and ownership. Because yeah. uh, also, you know, kind of going through everything I've listened to and listened to him and then also listening to Charlemagne and kind of seeing to go back and forth. What I've gotten from Joe is that we're in a new day and time right now where we just tired of like selling off our stuff. Yes. Uh, we're tired of, you know, I'll be honest, he did say, you know what I'm saying, the white folks, tired of giving it to them for, you know what I'm saying, have the price just to get a profit. I think at this point in time, there's a shift where we want ownership, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. This is ours. Yeah. This is mine. You gonna pay for it if oh, you yeah. want it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's no more, hey, you gonna I need some money, you get, you know, you're gonna get this half price. It's now you gonna pay. And I don't have to sell it to you. Uh, which is an amazing time. Uh also it's it's time for people who have money that are like, hey, yes, I wanna buy what you have, but you're selling me a bunch of bullshit. You know, I ain't got to pay for it and walk away. And it's crazy because it does throw a friend. It does freak them out. Uh, It does throw a wrench in their stuff because they just were so sure that, oh, he was going to take it. Like, they're going to take it. You know what I'm saying? But, and then it ends up being, what? He walked away from the deal and now it's like, hold on, hold on. Okay, we'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do that. And then it's like, nah, it's too late. (laughs) Let's let's go on to something else. (laughs) Right. and I'm beginning to see that. And even with me, I'm beginning to do that as well. Like, I'm, uh, and I've always kind of been that way. Like, I don't have to take everything from everybody or I don't yeah. have to give you whatever it is. Man. 
but it's beginning to be that way. And I'm loving this time. And, you know, saying uh, one last thing is what Joe kind of brought up about Charlemagne was that Charlemagne was saying something for us, him um, not taking a new deal or whatever. But then, you know, Charlemagne, shout out to Charlemagne. He just got a, um, I think they announced that he is partnering with uh, iHeart for the, um, what's it called? Uh, I can't remember the Black Podcast Network, and uh-huh. basically he's going to be bringing. You know, what I'm saying they want to bring a voice to a lot of, you know, what I'm saying uh, African American Black podcasts and give them a voice, which is awesome. Uh, so congratulations to him and that. Uh-huh. What, what, um, but what Joe brought up was so important that, and and the reason why he brought it up because he said that Charlemagne said, "Don't throw stones when you live in a glass house." So it ends up being that he was like, well, if you're going to do that, then I'm going to shoot back, you know? And basically what he was saying was, if you read it, he was like, okay, for Joe, it didn't make sense. What he said was, it said that, you know, he was going to be partnering with iHeart to bring his new uh, Black Podcast Network, and which is anchored by The Breakfast Club. So the thing was... If you look at it, Charlemagne is an employee of iHeart, works for the Breakfast Club. They're going to repurpose their radio show for podcasts. So they're basically going to be replaying the audio for a podcast. But you partner with them to bring it. So if you look at it, it's a big circle. And when you break it down, Charlemagne doesn't own anything. Which so, is just some fucking bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah um, which is crazy. I, think, I really think people are getting tired of... Um, like black people are getting tired of, of because okay, think about like the legendary uh line from Jay Z where it's like, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. Like yeah. I think honestly, people are getting tired of having to be the resource. Like I yeah. am the resource. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because <laughs> what happens is when I die, my family can't eat no more. Right, because right. I'm gone. If I didn't own the shit that I produced while I was here, y'all don't have it. Y'all don't have anything to, to mm-hmm. fucking, y'all don't have no land to till no more. Like mm-hmm. y'all don't have nothing. It's all of the, the well is dry because I died. Mm-hmm. But if I own this shit and I build some kind of a network, like on some Tommy shit, like if you build three amp to be three amp itself, not to be Tommy, yeah. <laughs> then <laughs> right. three amp survives. You can right. pass that down. Somebody else can eat off of three amp the same way. They can sell that if they want. Your children, Lily can sell that if she wants, or she can keep it. She has the opportunity to do things with it and make financial decisions based off of something that you built for her, not necessarily having to try to eat off of your legacy. Right. The way that right. we see people's estates after they die. You see like Prince's estate, Michael Jackson's estate, and these yeah. people trying to eat off of stuff that they did when they were alive and trying to hope that they have some claim to ownership of yeah. what their family member did, but it's like the problem was this nigga was the actual fucking resource. Right. And when he died, or when that she died, that well dry, runs dry. That motherfucker, <laughs> that shit gone. Now <laughs> nobody can't eat because desert. it's the desert now. Like y'all done ran that motherfucker dry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't do that, man. Like you cannot put yourself into a position where if I stop working, this shit is over with. Yeah. Like if 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 something happens to me, this shit over with. Right, mm-hmm. right. It I has think, to continue past that. I think what you what you're saying, you're hitting the head right there. Um, just because we as black people have the access to know how to do it now. Whereas in and I'm gonna go back to the record label 
because this this idea of podcast um, content creators and actually quote unquote going to a record company, i.e. Spotify. Spotify is not a re- actual record company, but in this example, is it's basically the record company. Yeah. Um, back in the day, that was a that was a, a, a the way of the life. You know, you get a record deal. You didn't care what the what the contract said. You got a record deal. Yeah. Now, back in the day, yeah, having a record deal, the the company, the big machine behind you could push out a lot of more stuff. Today, uh-huh. literally, bro, we're recording in three different areas. Yeah. We you know have the resources. We have the supplies and tools to right. do it ourselves. We have the access, the resources, everything we need to build what it is. Now, the now as much work as we've put into it, you know, yeah, we're building this thing now. So, because this whole content creators, I'm gonna get them to be exclusively on my on my thing, or I'm doing this for Spotify, or I'm doing this for whatever. Um, it's such a new thing that the only examples of the uh, of it that they recently had was the record labels. Now we're seeing that how the record labels were so messed up and how they're just giving out deals to people that's just wanting something, you mm-hmm. know, just to say they had a deal or they see you dangle like the commercial, the State Farm commercial, you dangle that dollar in front of them, you like almost had it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like business moves, that's a great business plan. I can give you $300 for an asset that you're de- that you're building, that you're doing all the work for. I give you $300 for it. I'm going to make $3 billion or $3 million off of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, shit, I'll take that all day. You'll be a fool not to do that. But as the artists, as the content creators, as the, the uh, people behind the, the, the magic, um, we have to look at those situations. That's one thing. That's why I was like, I appreciate Joe Budden putting this out there because we're embarking on a new age of a new, basically a new stream of revenue for content creators and him putting out his digressions because for, for a small creator versus him, well, a, a big, big time creator, you're seeing the struggles that he's going to go through. So mm-hmm. let me let me pay attention to what he's going uh-huh. through because they're going to go after me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm because I'm a small content creator, they're going to go after me and try to get me for whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. So um access, man. Access resources are available to people and that's why we see this this influx, this change in this conversation is relevant. You know? So yeah. and, and- that's a great point that we actually brought that up because Joe actually talks about that um, in the clip saying that, you know, there's a couple of things that we just discussed and went over. So I'm going to hit a couple of different points real quick to wrap this all up. But he basically brought up and we just kind of discussed it that, hey, why would you, why would I bring more folks to Spotify if more black folks to Spotify, if you're not treating, the, if you're not treating this one right. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and that's, and that's a strong, and that's really strong because like you said, you know, those deals, I think what's happening is they didn't expect for the creator to get smart. Cause most that's times we all know that 
the creator uses one side of the brain, the smart uses the other side. But what happens when we start using both mm-hmm. and wake up? And for Af- you know, for us black folks, we're really waking up because we're like, hold up, that deal sounds trash. And most yeah. times, it's because the people that came before us, we saw the mistakes they made, just like you know, saying any record label contract mm-hmm. before certain situations. So for Joe, he brought up that you know, right now. And this is what he said, you know, pretty much kind of saying, not just a Charlemagne, but a lot of folks right now, why would you down me as a black, black brother if I'm potentially having this chance to change the game? Because if he takes the contract, everything stays the same. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you're witnessing history in real time. Mm. And it's so it's so interesting because if, and the thing about it is he brought up some other stuff that really like, that I love because some people don't see that most time the person that is causing change, they call crazy because mm-hmm. the people don't want it to change. You know what I'm saying? So for him, when he brings up, he brought up all those points, like, man, like, you know, when this person was trying to change the game, they called him crazy. When this person was trying to change the game, they called him crazy. Now Joe's at this point and Joe has had his you know, issues in the past, but it's like, he's actually bringing up a good point. Cause if he takes this deal, whatever it was, and then starts bringing people in, then nothing changes. They uh-huh. just create a machine. They're going to take this deal because Joe would be the face of that deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, it's, so, it's a beautiful time for not just creators, but for everyone. Uh, but it's a great time for, you know what I'm saying, us as black uh, individuals because we get to see, you have so many people fighting because we can potentially change something because we're waking up. And then we talk about all creators, not just, uh, you know what I'm saying, black creators. You know what I'm saying? This could help all of them because, I mean, Roy is a white guy on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but to bring that, you know what I'm saying, bring that in perspective, this can potentially change everything, not just for them and their pockets, but for us too because we're, <laughs> we're a podcast as well. Right. It's kind of in that realm. And if he can change the deal, you know, if he can change that and how the way uh, we take deals, it'll be just like, you know, like when you go in to buy a house and you do the inspection and figure out there's a lot of stuff wrong with it. And you're like, uh, I want to walk away. Most times people think, well, he didn't pay, he didn't put some money in. He didn't pay for the, you know, the inspection because most times that's inspections cost. Yeah. But when someone's like, nope, I'm good. I go find another one. It throws them off because like, whoa, we thought we had, you know what I'm saying? We thought we had this fish on the hook. Right. Especially, <laughs> especially if negotiation breakdown. Yeah. So in this sense, I, I, I related to that as well as, you know what I'm saying, contracts like the 360 deal. I'm sure they thought that 360 deal, everybody's just going to take it. And then somebody mm-hmm. smartened up and was like, yo, they want to take from my touring and my merch. But that's where I get most of my money from. Mm-hmm. And folks was like, no. So going to this point in podcasting, I think Joe also blew it up that, hey, Apple only pays us so much. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he blew that up too. But going mm-hmm. and looking at that, like, you kind of seeing history being created because, you know, you, you're seeing history before your eyes because if he can pull this off and do something with without them, then it's like, oh, man. Now yeah. they got to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. It's like, what you going to do? Yeah. You know, not only that, and that's for all of us, because then we all smarten up and then we all move forward. So um, 
man, I say that, man, to say this, man. Don't call everybody crazy. So people know what they're doing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it can potentially change your life. And then, you know, one more thing for Charlemagne. One thing that Joe brought up, he was like, after hearing all that, it was one thing that he did not see in that press release was that brilliant idiots. It didn't sound like brilliant idiots would be featured on that whole network. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting to see how the cards play out. And I really want to see how it ends. Uh, do we end up, and I'm going to say, do we end up like Kevin Hart? And y'all probably going to be like, how'd you bring Kevin Hart? But Kevin Hart has this laugh out loud network. Do we end up like Kevin Hart? Or do we end up like, you know, everyone else with a Netflix special? I guess we'll wait and see. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll wait and see. Way, that's a hell of a way to end the show. Appreciate it, Steve. Hey, there you go. Steve is a killer, man. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to, hey. I feel you, bro. <laughs> I'm trying um, to get these funds, man. Right, right. Well, <laughs> plus I enjoy I can't, doing this. I can't say anymore, man. I, I really appreciate the conversation, dog, because um, it actually got me thinking about some stuff. So, um, you know me, man. I'm always working. So, um, guys, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. Um, yeah, if you haven't already, please go subscribe. On the YouTube page, like I said last week, we changed the name of the page to 3M Media Studios. So we're going to focus, uh, uh, we're featuring Speaker Geekers podcast on the page as well as some other, our other podcasts too. So um, go subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Go follow Speaker Geekers podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers podcast. Um, on both of them. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. Um, you got Steve on Instagram at the great Steve O Steve. And you got Greg on Instagram at instantly underscore G. So go follow us, um, comment, like, share, subscribe. Like I said, um, let us know what you think, how you feel about, um, Joe Budden's situation, how you feel about, um, content creators and and the new new wave of content creators because we are in a new wave we are in a new um uncharted territory with um contracts and stuff like that of of artists because you know content creators are only artists they just have a different art that they're presenting so um yeah i think i hit everything did i miss anything you guys got anything hey man I got one thing to say. <laughs> what you got? I won the fan of Mulatto. Ain't that a name? That's a name, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Let's hear it. Let's hear yeah. it. That verse she just laid on that wife and Lucci record. Yes, sir. Wet, mm-hmm. Which I like that record anyway. I love that. <laughs> Wet. Give me some. Hey, hey. I love that record. But hey, look here. Look here. Just, just go to go to Instagram. <laughs> look at a performance. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. That's it. I, I, th- I think I kind of rock with it a little bit now. Okay, okay. Just, okay. just as long as she ain't trying to shoot me. That, that's yeah. it. I want to hear you come in the house about you just shot a female. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I like this other side here. <laughs> I'm just gonna say she lifted a leg up and went about over her head. But hey. <laughs> let's get out of here. Oh man, <laughs> you're right, man. G, you good, man? I'm good, man. I ain't got nothing, man. All right, man. Well, I'm out, man. Peace. Peace. Peace out.